Hey, baby. What's happening, hot stuff? I'm saying it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, that's for sure. Why is it beautiful <laughs> in this neighborhood in particular? Well, let's see. We have so much to share, so much to share. And what I will say about that is that we are in the process of working on some really great stuff, like recording brand new episodes and some other things that we're, that we're uh, finalizing with marketing and social media and frankly, you know, some, some digital coaching products and that kind of stuff. So for the next few weeks, we are rebroadcasting and have rebroadcasted some of our favorite SMRE episodes thus far. So today's episode is a rebroadcast of... Uh, let me throw the dart here and see where it lands. <laughs> Uh, sex versus intimacy and why you need both. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. what do you uh, what do you love about this episode, babe? Because it's a really real episode about, you know, the rawness of sex and the rawness of intimacy and uh, how, how they work together. And you really, you can have one without the other, but the, and the disconnect that you have without having both, the disconnect that you have um, with with that disconnect of of the separation, then you know it, it ultimately leads to the you know the disconnect from yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's not into me, I see. Mm-hmm. It's more just about the action mm-hmm. and not and not the intentions. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a lot more to say about that in the episode. So enjoy this one. Uh, it is definitely a juicy one. It's a it's a new type of conversation, a new distinction for a lot of people. is is one of the pieces of feedback that we got. They you know they didn't realize that there was a distinction between these two. It was more of a collapsing of the two. So mm-hmm. it's really fascinating to hear perspective after the episode has been broadcast and or excuse me published. And so we're it was an easy choice to rebroadcast this one as well. So. So please leave some comments yes. about this episode. Absolutely. Five-star yeah. review. Oh, yeah. Love we'll that. Those. We, we really appreciate your love and, and connection to the podcast and, of course, the suggestions. So keep them coming. Keep yes. Keep them coming. Yes. And We're then uh, we'll be back. You know, we'll be back in the next couple of weeks. We, uh, we've been working on a lot of great stuff, as I said before. And so we're excited. We're excited. Yeah. And we think that y'all will be excited, too. So rainbows and unicorns go out to all (laughs) and we'll see you soon. Yes. Thank you. Peace. Love you. Bye. Welcome to Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, babe. (laughs) Hey, baby. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. I'm a little tired. (laughs) Yes. I'm a little tired. I was up late last night. Why? What were well, you doing? Well, it had nothing to do with sex or intimacy. Last, well, it did have something to do with intimacy last night, <laughs> but it was with a with a small group of uh, people that I spend time with. Uh, we call it uh, COI, Circle of Influence, and uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, it's a weekly accountability meeting of uh, like minded people, and 
a lot of times we will uh, wrap up a little bit earlier than we did, and uh, we got uh, we got done. We had some extra people in there, and we got done a little bit later than I guess uh, quote unquote normal for me. And so, uh, you know, running on a few hours of sleep, but feeling great nonetheless. How are you? How are you today? <laughs> I am awesome. Thank you very much for asking. I appreciate it. Well, after not seeing you last night, you know, it's nice to look in your eyes and see you bright and shiny. Thank you. You look like you're doing well. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, as we begin this podcast today, uh, as we like to do, let's uh, let's share some magic. Cool. How do you define magic? Uh, my I define magic is how, uh, you know, I create empowering moments day to day. It's how I create those uh, empowering moments day to day by, uh, by, I am at a loss for words right now. (laughs) Your magic is so powerful. (laughs) It is. How do I? Cut that, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we in the thing so we can delete that part? 202. So right around, Matthew, right around 195, 155. So how do you define magic, babe? I define magic by how uh, I influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. Awesome. So do you have some magic to share, or do you want me to go first? Well, I can go first. Um, <laughs> I will talk about the intimate connections that I had in CO, uh, COI last night. Uh, not only is it an accountability group, um, but it is, uh, and it is, uh, it, well, I guess it's an accountability all the way around. We actually go through what's called an epic challenge. And mm-hmm. uh, where somebody brings, uh, you know, up a uh, brings something up where they may be a little stuck in life, you know, with uh, friends or family or um, could be stuck anywhere, really. Sex. Sex, religion, religion money. Work environment, yep. finances, yeah. So uh, we, went, we went through that with uh, one of our COI members last night, and it was a beautiful, intimate connection with her. Uh, there, was, uh, there were some breakdowns um, around, uh, around being in denial before, uh, you know, evolving and swirling up through the breakthrough. And it was a, it was a really beautiful process and I always appreciate being in it. So yeah. How about you magic? Awesome. So my magic is around this beautiful habit that you and I started about a year and a half ago, excuse me. And on, um, uh, one day during the week, you and I take a yoga class together. Yes. So we're in this intimate setting with a fantastic yoga and teacher. Whoop, whoop, props to Cheryl. And uh, and we go and we do yoga. So we'll do a little bit of warm up, a little cardio beforehand. And then we'll position our mats together next to each other. And the lighting is dim. And she's got this amazing music on. And then you and I are in this space where we're laying down doing our yoga positions next to each other and uh you know it's make no mistake it's definitely a a serious uh workout she brings something new every single week that uh, that pushes us and stretches us literally and you know so today my hamstrings are little giving me a little feedback Mm -hmm. about yesterday's yoga class and um what I love about it is that you and I just every once in a while, you and I will look over at each other and wink at each other or smile or, you know, root each other on for going deeper into that pose. And it's a beautiful way of being intimate with ourselves 
And it's a beautiful way for me to be intimate in that intimate setting with you. And I will definitely say that what happens is the sexual energy is definitely flowing through me. I mean, I feel it, you know, the yogis call it kundalini energy. So I feel it. Um, and I appreciate it. I just, I really appreciate it. So. Yes. I, I, I also feel the intimacy and the sexual energy combined as we are in that, uh, in that moment. And I, uh, as we're, you know, as we get towards the end of it and we get towards the cool down and we're doing the more gentle stretches and mm-hmm. slowing down our heart rates and maybe doing a couple inversions, uh, in between all that, you know, there's the stretches on the floor where, uh, one hand will reach over to the other, mm-hmm. uh, while we're, yeah. you know, and we get to <laughs> eye gaze and ha- hold hands and stretch. And so, you know, it's like, we're loving on ourselves and we're loving on each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. So completely beautiful. And, and I love that magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I'm complete. Awesome. awesome. So then what are we talking about today? Can Ooh, anybody guess? Yeah. Anybody know? <laughs> so today we're talking about this juicy subject. Uh, intimacy and sex, you know, sex versus intimacy or intimacy versus sex. Well, or, we li- or, or intimacy and sex. Yeah, that's what we like to say. And for and, sure. For sure. There is, there is no either or, it's an and. Yes. Absolutely. So we're discussing the distinctions of them and then, you know, how they're utilized together, how we utilize them together. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is definitely one of those subjects that has for sure evolved over the years, especially as the maturity of our relationship has evolved. I mean, remember, you know, you, you and I got together when I was 24. So so I was 27. You were almost, I guess you were probably 26. 26, 24. Yeah, 26, oh, 27. 1995. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, I mean, and, and speaking for myself, I had, uh, I had low maturity around both sex and intimacy. Mm. I mean, you know, wherever I was, 26, 27 years old, I'm going to tell you that uh, I probably hadn't evolved it much since I was 16. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so uh, you, want, let's, you want to define it first before like, we go into all that? Sure. And uh, coincidentally, I have a, a definition of sex right here. Sex, sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse, mm. societal or current paradigm paradigm of the purpose of sex is for pleasure or quote unquote love or duty like in marriage stress reduction procreation uh and sometimes used as a drug or an addiction for yeah because of the sexual addiction yeah and and control yep yep what about uh what about intimacy for you hang on one second i'm having a technical difficulty What time is this? Eight minutes. So intimacy, uh, as described by psychology today, is uh, the closeness that requires a high level of transparency and openness. Mm. And that definitely resonated with me because I feel like that's how you and I relate to uh, intimacy in, in that description. And, you know, the other thing is that it involves a degree of vulnerability. Um, again, this is from psychology 
today. It says, this involves a degree of vulnerability that can feel uncomfortable or anxiety producing to many of us. And so what that means to me is that when you're in a position of, of truly being vulnerable and in that vulnerable space, then uh, you're open, right? I mean, so you're, you're totally open and whatever it is that you're choosing to share with that person in that moment or your partner or whomever it is, there can be a certain amount of like, oh my gosh, how are they going to feel about me when I share this with them? Or what are they going to say? Or is our, our, um, our relationship going to change as a result of me sharing this? And so a lot of times what happens is that um, you don't share 100%. And so what Bill and I call that is a withhold. Um, and it's it's been really interesting, our journey of um, evolving our conversation around sex and intimacy. So I just, I really appreciate it. I definitely resonated with those, um, the way that they described that level of intimacy. And I appreciate how you and I have chosen to, uh, to evolve those conversations because quite frankly, the current par- paradigm has collapsed the two together. Like that one is the other or yeah. the other is the same kind of thing. Yes. And if you're not having sex, then you're not intimate or you're not intimate or in an intimate relationship unless you're having sex. Right. And, um, I mean, that's just not, that's not how we, that's not how we do it. I mean, we just don't agree with that. So it's, it's definitely not the deal. Um, so you were talking about before, like early on in the relationship with, uh, when you were around like 26 and everything like that. So early on, what would you say? shaped your feelings and thoughts around oh, sex for, and intimacy. Well, a lot of a lot of my sexual and intimate education was uh, you know, admittedly self-learned. You know, it's not like I was uh in a place there where, you know, mom or dad or or I was, you know, had any relationships really in family or beyond that um helped to shape what that would look like for me. Mm. So it was all pretty much trial and error. And, you know, when you're, when you're 15, 16, 17, well, when I was for, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big bundle of hormones and, uh, uh, sex felt like intimacy to me, Mm. you know I mean? And I didn't know the difference and, you know, never obviously thought to look it up. So that was, uh, that, so that's, so one was the other. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, going, going forward 10 years or so and meeting you, uh, there was, there was no evolution with that. So I really, when we got together, uh, I feel like a lot of my, my understanding and of our relationship was that, uh, it was sex, sex was the intimacy and they were combined and, uh, there was no separation from one to the other. Hmm. So I appreciate, you know, the, you know, the, the transparency that we have created over the years, uh, so that, um, and putting in the, putting in the time to be transparent so that we could practice that intimacy outside of sex. We have spent a lot of time being transparent and open and honest with each other, uh, knowing that, you know, they, they are separate. And I think it's doing the practice and not just with each other, but within our small groups and, and, and our friends and our family and practicing the transparency, tra- practicing being uncomfortable, 
being comfortable and being uncomfortable mm -hmm. that has led to the uh, the evolution to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it definitely wasn't always like that. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely. I mean, we've been we've been through some ghetto breakdowns around uh, sex, and it's interesting because if we look at the current societal paradigm of sex with the control aspect of it, like there was definitely an element of control mm -hmm. in the relationship. Like when, when I wanted to have sex and you didn't want to have sex, we weren't having sex. Right. And yep. so all control. Yeah. And so there were definitely many months where it was, you know, we'll have sex out of obligation again, you know, mm -hmm. cause we're married and we're in this relationship, but it was like once a month and it was five minutes and it was, sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was, it was, uh, it was tricky and mm -hmm. it, it caused a lot of angst and a lot of breakdowns. And I feel like, um, you know, I feel like that that's what we were, well, that's what I was actually looking for. And I didn't realize that that's what I was looking for was the intimacy aspect of it. Like, you know, to be, to feel that closeness with you and to have and share that vulnerability in that space with you uh, because you were my partner. Mm -hmm. And so I too collapsed the two. Like growing up, I mean, I can't even tell you how many romance novels I read. I mean, that's what I was, you know, I was either reading Stephen King or I was reading romance novels. There's a couple of Oh, Judy Bloom, that's hysterical. You know, and so, yeah. so all of that stuff. And I was completely filling my head. So now I'm like 10, 11, 12, because I was a voracious reader. So I would read one of those romance novels in like a day and after school in the afternoon. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> While my mom and my dad were still at work. So it was because, uh, you know, I wasn't supposed to be reading those. I forget. Where did I get those from? I think I got those from my babysitter. That is funny. Who smoked Newports. But that's a whole nother podcast. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I would read these, you know, I mean, they're soft porn romance novels, right? And so here I'm, sh I'm getting all of my information shaped from the novels. Uh MTV just came out. Right. So here's all these crazy videos and you know ZZ top legs and all the all the the fashion and the boobs and the the bodies and like all that kind of stuff. And then you know my parents were going through this this breakdown and ultimately divorce. So they each started dating other people. So there was all of that conversation like what the fuck is going on? And then um and then I would spend time in South Carolina with uh, down in Charleston with my grandparents and my grandfather had a, a Playboy subscription. So here's all these Playboys in the upstairs bathroom. Grandpa would go upstairs <laughs> to use the bathroom because that's where the Playboy subscriptions were. Right. They weren't downstairs in like the, you know, the, the common or the main level. Right. So, uh, so I find <laughs> and come out of the bathroom much more relaxed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, he would walk down the stairs a whole lot easier. That's for sure. That's hysterical. <laughs> So, you know, so here's this, the, so I'd stay with them all summer and then here are, the, here are these Playboy subscriptions. Anyway, so there was all kinds of influences, you know, R-rated movies and all kinds of stuff that I was watching that I wasn't uh, supposed to be watching. Yeah. And so, yes, my idea of sex was that 
the more open and willing the woman was to the man's desire, because, you know, I remember it was all about the man's desire. It was never about the woman's desire, that the man was always the one who wanted more sex, always. But the more open that the woman was to the man's desire, the more that he would desire her. Mm -hmm. Warped. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It's just, it is what it is for where you you were and at the time and what what you were you know being fed essentially mm-hmm. you know i mean i am the same i i can i can say the same i was fed some interesting uh, thing i mean i i was looking at i was looking at playboys too that was uh, that was the thing and um you know that i would have to get from my uh from underneath my father's bed oh gosh so that was uh, that was always interesting as well, and that you know between that and sneaking, you know, the, we're, we're gonna I'm gonna date myself a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> I remember sneaking uh, that that Bo Derek movie. It was kind of like the romantic oh, comedy. Ten, 10 yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, and the braids and the running on the beach and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I mean, it was just you know again, just not a whole lot of conversation, which really. Yeah. Uh, really, I, that's, I, I really appreciate the work that you and I do with our sons because we have these weekly conversations around sex and intimacy mm-hmm. and, uh, with our, with our boys, both of our boys once a week, um, to help grow them and grow their maturity around it so that they're having, cause you know, they're, they're in school and they're getting, they're getting a lot of different opinions from a lot of different yeah, kids who are getting it the same way, you know, in more digitally, of course, but getting mm-hmm. it in different modern way the same way we did when we were kids and not having conversations with their parents so um i I have a deep appreciation and you know i I think that's magic too that you know we're we're being thoughtful enough to have these more mature high level conversations with them on a Mm -hmm. weekly basis because intimacy and sex go hand in hand Mm -hmm. you know you know i mean ultimately you know if, if you believe as we do that that sex can heal and create, mm-hmm. you know, you add the intimacy part into it where, uh, there's that deep emotional connection and trust and love. I mean, you can, you can create worlds with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And we have, well, we haven't created a world necessarily, but <laughs> we've <laughs> certainly created, uh, children and businesses and relationships and friendships and really cultivated all kinds of things from, the manifestation and the utilization of that, well, the utilization of the sexual energy for uh, healing and manifestation. I mean, just, you know, the healing aspects alone and releasing attachments and you and I moving through um, codependency into independency and interdependency and ultimately, obviously, synergy. And so it's just, it's been a really extraordinary uh, practice, daily practice, yearly practice. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we're definitely going to do some more episodes on on how we broke that down because we just said a lot to you. So you may want to just kind of like rewind mm-hmm. r- r- a little bit and then and then uh, and then listen to it again. Uh, but yes, and so just to I guess just to go on the boys for a second because part of the intimacy conversation around sex that also really evolved with us, which is how we were able to carry it to them is the intimacy that we had to build within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what did it look like to be intimate with ourselves? So for me, it was, you know, a lot of it was re-scripting 
the body conversation, you know, like, what does my body look like? What are the parts that I love? What are the parts that I don't love? And guess what? The parts that I didn't love really weren't that attractive. And so it was rescripting around, you know, my butt and my thighs and my tummy. And so it's been, again, for me, just this really beautiful um, process of self-love to go through from myself, you know, whether it was using exercise or it was using affirmation or increasing the water. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have this amazing uh, tool that is called the Balance Chart app or the Balance Game. It's the, uh, your day Balance Game app that we use that charts and, and holds us accountable to all of our personal habits that we choose to do on a daily basis. And, um, and so it was the utilization of the app uh, we'll put the link in the in the show notes. But it was so it was that it was, you know, what are you reading? What, what was I feeding myself? What was I? What was I doing emotionally for myself that really bolstered myself? And yes, that includes pedicures and manicures and facials and haircuts and all of those types of things It includes, you know, getting some new clothes or some new shoes or whatever your whatever your thing is. Yeah, but it's, it was all about self care. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. about self care. And, you know, for me, it was, uh, you know, everything you said resonates and a lot of those tools, most of the, all those tools I, I currently use. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the one, one thing that really came up for me was, you know, surrendering to the process, mm. you know, cause there was, uh, you know, resistance around, I didn't have to really do it anything, you know, and, and keep myself right. And, uh, you know, correct or right or, you know, keep my ego fed essentially. And at the end of the day, I'm I'm watching the people that I'm hanging with, uh, including you, Nance, that mm-hmm. are 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 you know swirling it up and evolving, uh, you know some of these constructs, and I'm like, wow, you know, and I see that the only way that those constructs are being evolved is by putting the work into yourself and and what you're reading and that kind of thing, and that's where uh, I started to put in those those deposits into myself as well, um, you know, because I didn't, you know, I don't want to be uh, I'm finger quoting here left behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I totally wanted to continue to be in relationship with you and those around me. And uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And so the only way I could really figure out how to do it was to, to evolve my thinking around it because it, it obviously wasn't working. I mean, because we're having more breakdowns and breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and we weren't having sex. Right. And we were heavy. Yep. And we had some really shitty habits. And, you know, I mean, we were drinking a lot and eating crap and. You know, that was, that Mm -hmm. was the whole credit card debt conversation. We just did a podcast about, um, uh, bankruptcy and like, that was around all of that, like that, that whole crux of that time was right around, you know, that 2009. Yeah. And all that led into self-worth and what we're, what are we worthy of? And, and, uh, you know, kind of evolving out of that as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it is, it's just amazing how linked together it all is, mm-hmm. how linked together it is. So, you know, I mean, again, remembering that sex and intimacy are, um, uh, not the same thing yet people link them together as the same thing. They collapse them. They collapse them. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, remembering that, uh, they are, they are separate yet meant to work together in unison. Mm-hmm. For the greatest results, yeah, around around those deposits into yourself, around um, around your relationships with yourself, others, and your relationship to life too. Because mm-hmm. once once you develop that intimacy with yourself uh, and become more transparent with yourself, it uh, is way easier to be more transparent with others as well. But when you're not transparent with yourself and where you're at, you know, you tend to hide out. 
So and if you're hiding from yourself, you know, I mean, what, what do we call that? Denial. Yes. Hardcore <laughs> yeah. denial, right? Yeah, it's and, huge. And then you end up hiding out from others. And, you know, some people are very, you know, they can be out in public in denial or they, they hole up in their houses and be in denial. And uh, I think, uh, I know I have experienced both. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you guys know what denial looks like. I mean, it's like that person that goes, oh, yeah, I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm doing great. Yeah, business is great. Woohoo. Kids are great. Woo. Smiley face, smiley face. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you know. And you know, you know, that's one of their agents, you know, yeah. it's, it's an act. Yeah. It's an act. Agent, no pun intended. Ha ha. <laughs> so, you know, and in, so for when you, when you are in relationship with others, and uh, a lot of this podcast is uh, based on the fact that uh, there are working couples, uh, you know, listening and, and trying to figure out how to do it together, you know, how, how you do it at home is how you do it at work. Yes, it all starts at home. It all starts at that personal level. And then that that literally flows into the business. Or it doesn't flow into the business. Right. Because, you know, no stops the flow. Or resistance is another word for no. So and if you can't if you can't evolve out of uh, being stuck, you know, in your relationship with yourself or your partner at the house, how the hell are you going to do it at work? Mm-hmm. And with your clients and yeah, exactly. With Yeah, with your clients, with your coworkers, with with everybody, you know, or how, how are you negotiating that deal? If you mm-hmm. can't even, pre- you know, if you're hiding out, how are you going to negotiate the greatest deal on behalf of your client mm-hmm. if you're in denial about who you are and what you're doing? Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. There's no way. You're never going to play for that win-win. Yeah. So... Awesome. Awesome. Do you have, uh, are you thinking uh, anything else coming up for you around this, around the, the evolution of it or um, next steps maybe? Mm, yeah, I think, uh, well, next steps. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we're happy to absolutely have and continue the conversation. If you want us to go deeper into anything, then, you know, just, just let us know and, and drop us a line or an email. Um, to let us know if you want us to go deeper into a particular area of this, because again, this is, this is vast and deep, (laughs) this, uh, this topic, as far as a couple goes, the action steps I would say are, uh, one of the, we did a podcast on gratitude, which for sure is the practice of, um, of intimacy. And so you can do gratitude with yourself. You could do gratitude about your partner. Of course, you could do gratitude about your life or your business and and those things. So there's, there's the gratitude practice. Another practice that we, we do to practice the vulnerability is to literally um, have an eye gazing moment. So Mm -hmm. we'll take one, we start off with one to two minutes and, you know, you can work your way up to five minutes, 10 minutes. I mean, really, obviously it's limitless. I would start with one to three minutes where you yeah. are both sitting. Um, you could sit in Indian style, eye, you know, facing each other and then gaze into each other's eyes. Or you could sit in lotus position and um, get closer and really more connected and more grounded uh, with your root chakra and then and then gaze into each other's eyes for one to three minutes where you're literally saying nothing and you're you're gazing into each other's eyes. I mean, you would be amazed at what happens um, as a result of that. The emotions that come up, 
you know, the the nervousness, the giggles, the deflections, the um, the tears. Um, I mean, you may create so much kundalini energy between you, so much sexual energy between you, you may end up making love. I mean, what a beautiful result from that. Right. So lots of things. So that's, that's something for sure to create intimacy within yourself. Um, you can write a love letter. To yourself or others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are beautiful things. Yeah. So, and, and just, you know, the gratitude or, or, you know, the affirmations again, affirmations for yourself, uh, you know, never underestimate the power of words mm-hmm. and how you talk to yourself. You know, that, 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 that voice in your head can be, uh, can be brutal. So verbalizing something nice uh, for yourself that you can in- start to internalize as you, as you repeat and you go through it is, uh, is an amazing thing uh, for, for your own personal intimacy. Mm-hmm. So I definitely recommend that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, there's the app where we can, we can walk you through the, uh, the Your Day Balance Game app. Um, that's on, uh, Android right now. We're working on the, uh, on the iTunes, I, iOS. the AOI. Thank I, you. IOS. iOS. Sorry. I'm totally an Android person. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome. Uh, and then, you know, those business, those things that you, you choose to do in business can certainly flow, or excuse me, that you choose to do and personal can certainly flow into business. Are you going to eye gaze with your client? Probably not. However, you can send them a, a note of gratitude. You could do a phone call of gratitude, a text of gratitude. You know, you could certainly do any, any, um, anything like that or have a really intimate conversation, not about real estate, but about, you know, their kids or their work or their parents or, you know, just have that, that intimate and empowering conversation with them about what it is that's going on in their life. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely important. So, yeah. and we'll wrap up, but I'm, I, on that note though, I want to give a pro tip. Okay. You know, I, I'm sure that, you know, if you're having a, your a productive business, uh, that you're, you're prospecting and you may be getting on the phone to do that prospecting. And one of the greatest ways, a lot, a lot of us have, uh, resistance around getting on the phone. I've noticed as, uh, as a pattern of agents, that's just not winning the, not, and usually a lot of time it's just like getting on the phone to break that pattern. You mm-hmm. need to break that pattern of, you know, the, whatever the anxiety it is that you have getting mm-hmm. on. And the greatest way to do that is to pick up your very first phone call is to call somebody you love and give them some gratitude mm-hmm. and let them know what your intention is for, uh, you know, the next phone call after that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, instead of taking three or four or five phone calls or feeling like forced to get on the phone, you're totally, you're totally in the flow. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Yep. I do it every time. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Well, I love you. I love this subject and uh, it's definitely been an evolution for us. And I just really appreciate continuing the conversation and leveling up our conversation. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, you and I still move through it too. And uh, we're always looking to expand and evolve our conversation around intimacy and, and, um, well, and sex. I mean, I, I love having sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That works out. So yeah, it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. So thank you for you're, that. You're welcome. I love you too. And I appreciate having the conversation and I look forward to, um, evolving this, this subject mm-hmm. more in future podcasts mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I think we could do a whole podcast on intimacy or do a whole podcast on sex. Mm-hmm. I, I see it coming oh, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. For sure. Lots cool. of stuff. I guess it's in the title. So it works out. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody have an amazing day. Yes. Go uh, be the creator of your day. And uh, remember, 
It's a great life. It's a great life. Bye for now. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jameson. And I'm Bill Jameson. And remember, it's a great life. Woo! <laughs>